0: good evening everybody welcome to a another edition of joel's crime stories this is your host joel davis i know it's been a while since i put any content out almost two years now but uh got a schedule now we're going to be coming back with a lot of content of uh cases that has been solved or still un solved Uh, but please do me a favor when this gets put out and you see joel davis prime story and you start downloading and reading it whatever country you are or even in the u.s especially please do me a favor and rate the content the more you rate it the more it will get noticed in the playlist on the podcast of on Apple, I mean Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, uh, I think it's uh, Castbox, and everything else. Uh, I will have a Patreon with other crime stories, causing how this goes out in the future. But right now, if you want to subscribe and support the channel, it's definitely available as well. Uh, without further ado, tonight's case man is a little bit crazy it's coming out of colorado springs uh it is the elizabeth kramer story uh very sad story uh got my sources from uh fatal attraction also to uh news outlets from the local colorado springs i mean springs area sorry (laughs) tonight uh which was k-r-d-o uh also the gazette and kktv so without further ado guys uh i'm not gonna hold you up i'm not gonna be long-winded as a lot of these podcasters do i'm just gonna go into the story and tell you like it was so, Elizabeth Lizzie Kramer uh, was a very beautiful soul and loved people. She was born May the 28th, 1991. Now, I don't have any information of who her father was but i do know that her mother's name in this uh story was let me see here i can find her name if it came across i don't want to tell no lies here uh mrs carlene i forgot mrs carlene last name but that's what we're gonna call her mother's name is miss carlene now everybody said that lizzie was the life of the party she liked the simple life she wasn't the type of woman to go out here and be uh, flamboyant or materialistic. she really loved family and friends and she had an energy to where if she said that she was your friend she was your friend Now, as the story uh, continues to go along, she was the same way in her relationship. Okay? If she said that she was in love with you, she gave it her all. And that's when, in 2016, uh, at a local uh, bar, she met Davion Rogers. Now, when she met Davion Rogers, she liked the fact he was charming. He knew how to place the right words, and he was also smitten by Lizzie. Lizzie was a good looking woman. Uh, She carried herself with a lot of poise, and she knew how to get, again, people engaged with her, making the party live. So, three years fast forward, Davion Rogers, and Lizzie has had two kids in three years. They talked about marriage, uh, building a life together. But like any couple, especially starting out young, they start drifting apart. And when you're drifting apart, what happens? You decide to move on, right? And that's what happened in the case, especially with Lizzie and Devon, especially on Lizzie part, Lizzie started working at a health facility. And there, she started talking to a man that was a few years younger than her, named George Little. Now, George was a uh, white male. Um, And again, this lady here was uh, black as well. Well, actually I think Lizzie was mixed, but Lizzie had an infectious personality and she liked that George had the same. George had ambition, drive, and he treated Lizzie like no other man had treated her before. He was attentive to her. He made her feel like that she was the only one that mattered in the room when they were together. With this whirlwind romance, George and Lizzie begin to live together by the end of the year, okay? Now, the house that they moved into, the apartment was very small. But George had a small apartment. So the kids could not live with her in this apartment. But it was cool because the kids were with their father, Davon. And George had already uh, promised her that if things, if he gave him time, that they would find... A bigger place and they did they found a bigger place back in 2020 the first part of the year in January George and Lizzie found this big a bigger house big enough for them and the two kids but here we are now fast forward to where Lizzie is at the point miss okay now let me tell you when you got someone that you love missing it is very very difficult to to handle and this all started on march the 8th 2020. now march the 8th 2020 um Kramer had told her boyfriend, George, that she was going to go to the apartment of Roger, of Devon, okay, at the Aviator Apartment Home, 1670 North Mulberry Boulevard in Colorado Springs, and pick up her children. From that apartment spend the day with them return them back and come back home well she didn't come back home the boyfriend started getting a little worried on the night and then he even informed her mother now miss carlene was the same way as well she was waiting and was afraid because during this time, she had been told by Devon, that that, um, Devon had told Miss Carlene that her daughter, Lizzie was being very, very reckless with her health. Saying she was self-medicating herself, drinking excessively, uh was scared for her to be around the children and the mother is taking his word for it because she was thinking like any mother does when the hears this information she's going to be like oh my god i'm worried about my daughter now side note before i get more into this story that's going to be explosive i want you guys to take something with a grain of salt a lot of time. Kids do not tell their parents the intimate details of their relationship. Please remember that. Adult children usually do not tell their parents the intimate details of their relationship. So when the mother or father finds out that their child is missing and the last person to see them was an ex and that ex has children with them, if the if the children, if the children or child never, if the child never told their parent anything negative about that person, they're gonna take that person's word for it because in their mind, as a parent, why would they have the really reason to lie? That's the mother of their children, right? So again, keep that in mind on a lot of these uh, stories that we come across when it, with this true crime. Now, as this went on uh and everything else they're looking for and trying to find out what's going on the investigators decides to go ahead on here and reach out and talk to Lizzie's mother it's carlene like yo why what is going on what what is you know why are you so worried about your adult child being missing. Now the mother is like, listen, I think she's suffering from postpartum depression, but the mother said the day I saw her though, that Thursday before she went missing, which, okay, the eighth was on a Sunday, so you gotta go back four days, that's March the 4th. The mother saw her, they went to lunch and had a spa day. Now, she told her mother, I'm on the way to pick up my kids Sunday. I can't wait because I haven't seen my babies in a while. Now, the police start doing a, do a be on the lookout for Lizzie, right? While they got on a be on the lookout car for Lizzie's car, they start investigating the people that's closest to her. You got to remember in these crime situations, in these cases, they're always going to start from the inside out. Find out what happens to the victim. We already know that most of the time, when a victim is going missing or hurt, it's always the ones that's closest to them. Right, right. Okay, so they investigate. The investigators reach out and goes over to Davon's house. Now, Davon talks to the investigators, telling, "Listen, man, she picked up the kids around 5 p.m. She returned them at 7 p.m. and that was that." So, while they ain't gonna take anybody's word but with a grain of salt, investigators start getting a search warrant for all social media accounts and bank accounts for <clears throat> uh, this young lady. See where she's been. Now, while they're also doing that, uh, they continue to press more. Uh, interview the interview more with davon about how the relationship was with him and his baby mother lizzie now he said you know i admit it. we've been fighting over cuss uh that he stated he doesn't trust her with the kids self-medicating and abusing alcohol and he's just so scared for her then he throws another bomb in this he said oh by the way man have you checked out a new boyfriend george little i think he may have heard her man he's different sorry for the dog barking in the back so that's when investigators asked him why do you think that that's when he said well you know she came by sunday but when she came by sunday man she was acting strange Um, and I think George was maybe outside with him. Maybe that's why she was acting. So the investigator's like, hmm, well, let's go holler at George. So they go and holler at George Little for an interview. Now, George stated he never would go over with her to get the kids from Davon. He told them, listen, man, when she go get those kids from Davon, I'm never around. Uh, because Davon don't like me and she doesn't like to have that type of tension around the key it doesn't look good then uh they said well what about her drug use and alcohol uh usage that's when george like what drug use uh buddy let me help you out with that uh lizzie do not do hardcore drugs lizzie may smoke a little bit of marijuana she may drink uh socially but she is not no hardcore party type of woman she's responsible and she's focused on getting her kids and then that's when he dropped the bombs bombshell to the investigators he said listen bro instead of you." questioning me because i'm telling you everything i'm being open i'm being cooperative you need to go back to davon because davon has way more uh skin in the game to hurt Liz. okay i don't have no reason to i love this woman she's the love of my life we're making plans to build a future but right now i have a feeling that this guy may be the one trying to eat the stop those plans or I've already had. So investigate like, you know what? I'm not gonna sit here and try to figure out who's lying or who's not by just our feelings or personal thought. We're gonna download all their phone records. So they get a search warrant to get all of their phone records. Now let me tell you about when police do your search warrant for your phone records. A lot of people think that the police sometimes need to get your phone and data dump your phone, not all the time. If they're trying to be cold fart and try to get you caught up because they feel like you're lying or they feel like someone in your circle is lying, they can call the company that you were part of, okay, the number, trace it back, find out what company it is, and they can get the name that's on the account and they can get what you call a search warrant to seize the records of what you've been doing on that phone. Now, this was crazy everything you do on your phone is in a cloud literally whether you're an android user or whether you are apple user it's in a cloud and it doesn't take long for them to see what you've been doing in that cloud on that phone yes it's it's true everything you do on your phone is in a cloud so you can do all that hiding this and hiding that trying to be slick erase whatever don't matter once you put it in it in your phone It's automatically in that crowd cloud. I I mean, if they ever saw my phone, I don't know, man. I'd be kind of scared because I do a lot of research for these type of cases here. So, oh, Lord. So anyway, while this is going on, all right, the police get a call in a neighborhood in Colorado Springs. An abandoned car. This car just been there for a couple of days. Guy's like, yo, man, I don't know who car this is. This nice Mazda SUV is in front of my yard, you know, in front of my, uh, my the roadway. Uh, I think it's stolen. So, you know, y'all need to come over here and see who car it is and who stole it. Well, police go check it out. What do you know? It is the car that they've been looking for, and it's Lizzie. Now, when they find out it's Lizzie car... Automatic investigators like, all right, guys, you know what we gotta do? Let's get the forensic team. Let's see what's up. So they got this um CSI team, all that check the car out. What what do you know? There's blood specs right there on the back seat. Now let me tell y'all something about uh DNA. Once they get DNA from a vehicle, it <laughs> hit and it's blood, that's when the investigation really get ramped up to foul play. So they go and carry the neighborhood. They ask everybody, have you seen anyone in this vehicle, got out, anything strange, anything that didn't make any sense? But you know, neighborhood, the most, all the neighborhoods said, no, we didn't see anything. We, you know, we, we just saw this car, you know, basically there, and we just don't know why. Meanwhile, while this is going on, oh my God, this is the sad part, I hate talking. Okay. While, while this was going on, on the 22nd of March, there were some kids hiking in the woods, mountain um, area of Colorado Springs, and the team see this large 50 gallon uh storage container now you guys know how kids are especially teenagers you see this black storage container tape you know look like it's been you know what i'm saying just placed there almost you won't be like man what's in that thing so one of the team boys got their knife went slice storage open and what do you know all of a sudden here comes a female hand hair and partial body started showing guys hurry up and call the police the police get there they can tell that this body was dumped this is not the original crime scene they don't know how this person has passed away but they're gonna go and take the body to the medic exam. But before they do, the investigators that seen this sees the face of this young lady and like, yo, that's her, man. That's her. Elizabeth Lizzie Kramer was found March 22nd, 2020. dead in the woods and at that time she was only 28 years old so when this is found out the medical examiner does the autopsy and you know it is confirmed that she died of strangulation or a lot of the medical terms is asphyxiation now let me tell you how they find this this is crazy but when someone, a dead body or whoever, the whoever the dead body that's found that you try to determine if they've been strangled, or that was the cause of death, there's blood vessels in your eyes, right? Well, whatever eye or whatever the pressure is on the side of that body of the choking the most, that's where you see the um what they call um. Anticula. i think i said it right Anticula. so basically it's blood vessels and those blood vessels are damaged they're like boom 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 they look like little spider webs in your eye and when they see that the articular can tell you right then and there like yo this person was strength you ain't even got a question and it's so sad to to even hear that so when this happened, the investigators like, all right, we gotta go to the co-worker. Maybe they can know something. Cause I know the family, we've been there, and they ain't telling us only one thing they told us was that was different, was George saying Davon was uh the one had something to do with it. But let me talk to the coworker. So they go talk to the co-worker. And boy, do the co-workers got something to say about Dave Vaughn, and buddy, it ain't good. Now I wanted you to get an idea of Dave Vaughan and what type of statue um, this guy is. This guy is roughly like 5'7", 130 pounds soaking wet. So he's like a minute, he's like a little Napoleon, okay? But dangerous at the same time. They said that Dave Vaughn was abusive and he was a cheater. like davon didn't have no respect i mean no respect for Lizzie. okay if lizzie tell him anything he didn't like she was getting these hands if he got tired of her he's cheating with her cheating on her with the next with the next person and then she would always take him back. She would always stay for the kid because she wanted the kids to have a stable home environment. But that's not what he wanted. He wanted to make sure that he had control. He wanted to make sure he had control. And it got worse too because on December the 25th, 24th, uh, well, I was going to say a couple of days before Christmas. We don't really know the time frame of that. Of 2019, uh, Lizzie was getting ready for work. You know, she's done, took a shower and everything. And she's trying to get ready for work. And all of a sudden, Davon boom rushes. When I say boom rushes, I'm talking about boom rush. I'm talking about like tackle. Tackle open the bathroom door grabs her by her hair and guys trigger warning what i'm about to tell you is gonna be talking about an attempted sexual assault so if you don't want to hear this part you may want to fast forward through. tries to make her have sex with him from behind while she was bent over on the uh sink of the bathroom thank god she was able to fight him off and when this happened she was like that's it i'm out i can't do this this man is crazy so that's when she had already began to start her exit planning relationship with george and that's when george was like yo you can come in with me you know you don't got to deal with that and then when she basically told him that she was leaving moving out and you know she just needed him to keep the kids now here's the thing i want to tell a note for women to understand and a lot of people to understand about abusers too if you got kids with them and you do find them you have a way to escape please try to bring those kids with you because once you leave the kids in their care they will use the kids as a systematic tool to make your life a living hell they don't care they want control so if they can use those kids to control you they're going to do just that and in this case this is what happened to the lovely miss liz we're going to continue to go ahead on the score so while this is going on he was being very petty. He wouldn't let us see the kids hardly. Or if he did let us see the kids, it basically was a short period of time. All right, that's it. You're the kids enough time now, you go. And then he started filing for full custody. And this way it gets really, really messed up. Then he began stalking her. Every time she would be, especially with Georgia, hanging out, he knew where they were at, what they were doing. What time she, you know, when she went to work, with lunch at work, she is just creepy, man. And she was telling all her co-workers this. And then the last final straw, a couple of days before they was trying to get custody's kids, the boss said that this woman came in, Lizzie came into the workplace a wreck. She's like, Lizzie, are you good? What's wrong with you? And Lizzie was like, yo, this man just threatened my life. He just told me that he is going to kill me. He is going to kill me. So this was a lie. This was a lot for investigators. It was like, oh, wow. So maybe this is the truth to this. Meanwhile, the reports come back on the phone. Now, y'all already know how this is about to go down. The reports on these phones. When they find the report on George Little phone, everything he had told them, where he was at, his location, what he was doing, nothing suspect, nothing at all. But when they got Dave Vine's report, oh my God. This guy was off the chain. I mean, he out here threatening her on social media. He's threatening her on text messages. Uh, he's out here looking up Ways to get away with murder or how to murder somebody also looking up black magic to try to kill someone with and in he was obsessed with doing video searches whether it was youtube or on the internet on how to do a rear naked topo. now if you don't know what a rear naked topo is it's basically is when you put your strong arm around someone's neck and then you take While you got their neck right there at almost to the base or the angle of where your elbow area is, then you go and you take your elbow or around a grip of your elbow, you lift it up and you take it inward as much as you can. This is a very, very tedious process to do a rear-necked chokehold on someone to kill them because. You got to hold that position and apply that pressure on that neck for a good five minutes. It takes five minutes, guys. Five minutes. I want y'all to think that in your head. It's a long time to take somebody out. you got to be a very disturbed person to keep a chokehold on somebody for five straight minutes. Now, this is when it gets crazy. They find out that Mr. Davon lived across from a school. This high school had cameras that was on 24-7. And what do you know, the camera showed a story that sent the investigation in a tailspin. It shows Lizzie arriving at the house at the time she claimed to be around about five-ish to get those kids well when she got in there she never came back out but guess who came back out a few moments after she went in you guessed it davon davon jumps in her car moves the actual car four houses down now while he does that he goes back to his house now, before you know it, he has gotten someone to come to his house, a black gentleman that we later gonna find as one of his friends, to come with the tote, put the body in the tote, close the tote up, and then was proceeded to get his buddy to help him put the tote into his vehicle and then he told his buddy watch my kids i'll be back so he drives this vehicle with this girl's remains in the back of the vehicle get to the highest on cliff area of the colorado spring that he could reach and then he takes his feet and kicks it off man you can't make this thing up you can't make it up with well, that evidence being stated and shown, he got charged with first-degree murder. Now, when he first got charged, like any criminal, I ain't did it, man. Y'all just blind on me, blah, they blah. But you know the detectives. You know how them, them detectives are. They gonna lay their cards out on the table when you think they're playing. And when they did, he knew the thing was up. They have survey pictures of his buddy him moving everything it was like they had everything they need to just destroy him so he told investigators the same bs story that most abusers say hey man i was finding my own business and i told her that this is what we're gonna do and i don't like something like this and she lunged at me and I had to choke out a little bit, then I let her go, and then she came with a knife. Come on, bro. Stop it. All right, I know you may be five, seven, hundred and thirty pounds, but your girl is also small too, like five feet even. So don't give me that. You know what you was doing. Stop the cap. So either way it goes. After he got charged and lied like he did, he also said the friend that helped him knew nothing about what he had in that container. He just told his friend, don't open the container, don't worry about anything, help me put it in my field. And that was that. Anyway, the trial began on February 25th, 2021. Uh, the prosecution argued that Devon um, Rogers killed Miss Elizabeth Lizzie Kramer because she was leaving him for George Little. And because of this, it hurt his pride, his ego, to lose his girl to a man that wasn't even him. Yo, man, he was like, yo, she got to die. And what makes it so sad, he did this to her. While their kids were playing in the back room. Now the defense claimed it was self-defense. But come on, man. It can't be self-defense. I mean, you were looking up rear naked chocos, which that was her. You he also was looking up ways to dispose of body. I mean, come on, man. I don't know who you fooling, but you got to do better than that. Well... I don't know why the trial took from december the 25th to i mean february the 25th to of 2021 to september 9th 2021 probably was because of covid because covid was real bad and i think a lot of things did got postponed but either way it goes the jury deliberated and they decided to find davon rogers guilty first degree murder And the judge sentenced his ass to life in prison with no chance of parole. And he is currently sitting in Colorado, I think it's uh, a territorial institution. Guys, listen, this story really touched me and I want to do it because it just goes to show you that Domestic violence is real. This woman went and did all the proper channels and even moved out of the home. But her, she made two major mistakes. She left her children in there. She should have got her mom involved maybe and they could have got murdered custody. And two, she got very, very comfortable, all right? with thinking that, oh, he'll just bust at me. He'll never hurt me. Never underestimate an abuser. If they feel like they're not going to win something, they're going to take it out on someone or something. But anyway, guys, thank you for hanging out with me on this episode. I appreciate it. Uh, please, if you stay to the end of this podcast, do me a huge favor so we can get looked up every time that we put new content in out here please rate me or drop a comment that'll be so awesome all right and also too don't be afraid to share it with family and friends because that also helps as well uh let's see what else i am going to say yes before we end this uh broadcast tonight uh well it's not when i did this but i know it'll probably be daytime so we're gonna say that before i end this broadcast today i want people to do me a favor and let me pull this Give me one second. I got I thought I had it already pulled up, but I didn't. Okay. All right, here we go. So I want somebody to understand something. If you are in an abusive relationship, whether it's physical, and yes, you can be in a abusive relationship mentally. Don't let nobody think tell you that you got to be physically abused no you don't being manipulated all the time we'll do something to your mental health that's abuse please call the national domestic violence hotline all right they are 24 7 open their languages is English Spanish and 200 plus other languages if you are in the U.S. and you're visiting or whatever okay that number is going to be 1-800-799-7233. Again, 800-799-7233. Now, if you cannot call because maybe you don't have enough minutes on your phone or maybe it's because whatever your situation is, you can also do a text. You can text um, start to, 8788788 because guys there's a lot of people being abused in these relationships and you'll be surprised a lot of people don't like to uh talk about that but it's definitely true but again thank you very much for hanging out with us and be prepared later on either this week or next week with another upload of Joel Davis True Crime, I'm out.